Want to create a breakthrough gene therapy? Pioneer aerospace excellence? Start a global hospitality brand? Be next to do it in Montgomery County, Maryland. Visit bnext.thinkmoco.com to see how our top talent, diversity, and location will help you be the next company to change the world. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Thank you very much for joining me this week. I have a wonderful lady for you to speak to and I did tell everybody that she would be coming on and she's incredibly busy so I'm very grateful for the time that she's taken out. As many of you know I'm trying to find you some answers um, for some of the things you've experienced and some of the events that have happened in your life and I want to also be able to validate those for you and speaking to other people who understand where you're coming from and have maybe been through the same things. So I'd like to introduce Elizabeth April today. Hello Elizabeth. Hello, so nice to be here. Thank you for having me on. I think you would say that you could probably understand some of our members and some of the events that they have had. Uh, if you don't mind, could you tell me um, how it all started for you? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, as you mentioned, you know, understanding uh, other people, especially because we're experiencing things that aren't necessarily accepted by the mainstream audience you know the the most of the the majority of the people out there so it can be kind of difficult to cope with um this kind of niche experience uh whether it be interdimensional or terrestrial or cryptid you know um so my my initial kind of experience happened when i was a kid i was very clairvoyant so i was able to see ghosts and spirits and um chakras and auras around people I was also able to channel and speak with many different interdimensional beings um, as a child. I was also abducted by the greys, uh, you know, interdimensional beings uh, as a child between the age of four and 13. Um, they wiped my memory every time I was abducted. So it wasn't until I was 22 where I actually got a... A hypnosis regression session and I hear that you do that as well which is very very awesome and uh, and during this regression I uh, went into and explored all of those kind of abductions and experiences as a child and they weren't scary by any means they were quite enlightening and I went up on this giant spaceship um, and I basically was joined into this school it was a, kind of like a night school uh, and I call it earth school because they taught us all about energy and consciousness and vibration. They taught us about um, a lot of quantum physics concepts as well. Um, and the fact that whether you are a tree or an animal or Bigfoot or a human, you know, you, we all have consciousness within us, which is really incredible. Um, and then, uh, I, of course, I didn't remember any of those experiences. And then at 16, I had my first past life regression. And that really opened me up to reincarnation, to simultaneous time. And it really just opened my world to the bigger picture, that there's so much else going on. And at that time, I was so blown away and also validated 
because I was going yeah. through a very depressed, anxious time, feeling like I was all alone, feeling like no one understood me. Yeah, yeah. And we, we have to go through that, that period. Yeah. We have to. And then upon finding some of those answers um, and going through that past life regression, I started doing hypnosis and past life regression on other people as well. So at that time, you know, very similar to you, it's like in searching for those answers, the only way to divulge some of those answers is to get a person into a state where they're no longer reactionary or into a state where they're no longer attached to their current present reality. So upon, you know, giving these past life regressions to others, I started allowing them to open up as well and experience who they really are. Uh, And then I started doing past life regressions off of this planet to see, well, if we've been human before, then who else have we been? And all of a sudden I started exploring Palladian and Anunnaki and reptilian and gray past lifetimes and future lifetimes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the the entire universe, in a way, opened up. Um, and so I think you and I have a very similar mission on this planet, yeah. which is helping people understand that they're not alone no, uh, and yeah. helping people understand that, um, you know, we're not we're not crazy. We're actually onto something like all of this stuff. It's happening. Um, and it's it's incredible to provide a safe place for yeah. people to disclose that information and to feel validated in that way because that's all we need and I yeah. really honestly believe in that collective consciousness that when when a majority of us wake up and feel comfortable with our experiences the rest of the world slowly but surely uh, will yeah. also wake yeah. up and, and kind of come to those uh, truths and realizations as well. I mean I've got to agree I think it's within all of us um, and I, I come across many people who were the same as you, where the memory comes much, much later in life. It's a, an experience that's happened when they've been young, curiously around the teen years, from around about ages eight to about 16. And I don't know if that's us humans as, um, as, as, as we, I mean, I'm not sure. I'm a great believer in that children see and experience everything and society kind of shuts them down during their, their primitive years. And then I think some of some children around about the ages of eight, as I say, so about 16, still have these abilities. But they're not supposed to have them. And everything gets put down to you being a teenager and all your teenage angst. And it kind of leaves you out there like a lone wolf in a way because you can't tell your friends and you might not be able to tell your parents and yeah. all of that. So they shut down. And I, I find more, more times than... I can think when I ask them about the sighting of the creature and we get that over and done with the initial sighting and then I ask if anything else has happened, they usually say, well, when I was much younger or they will be listening to somebody else's experience and will suddenly have a memory that they had completely forgotten about, but they can smell it, feel it, hear it. It's so vivid that it is genuinely a real event and I don't understand where the gap comes from, where this memory erasing almost comes from have you come across that before yeah Absolutely. I mean, I think that happens. I think, honestly, it's a natural human defense mechanism to witness something that is not widely accepted and to instantaneously 
shut that down, suppress it and convince ourselves that it's not real. And most of the time, especially when I'm going through and helping clients who have had these kind of issues or not issues, but you know, yeah. have dealt with seeing something that's not accepted. Um, there's always this testing ground of like going to your parents or going to your yeah. brother or sister and going to someone that you trust and saying, hey, did you see that too? Or, hey, I, I think I just saw something. And then there's always this moment of, you know, it's the fear of the unknown from that other person to say, oh, no, 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 you know, you've just been uh, watching too many scary movies. Oh, that's that's a good joke, you know? Oh, that's ridiculous. Oh, and then you're like, oh, that's ridiculous. And you're, yes, we're so yeah. easily impressionable when we're children that we're like, okay, it did never happened. But the interesting kind of correlation, um, and that happened with me as well. When I was six years old, I was seeing a lot of ghosts and spirits. My mom, I went to my mom, She she was freaked out. She told me that I was watching too many scary movies, that it didn't really exist. And that was only because she 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 knew that I was having those experiences, but she didn't know how to help me. So to be that mother kind of parenting instinct, you know, she wanted to help me by just saying, no, it doesn't exist. And that shut down those abilities for me around that age, uh, because I was like, OK, then I must I must be going crazy. It's just me. Right. Exactly the same. Yeah, it was exactly the yeah. same for me. I saw my mum in two places at the same time when I was a child. I saw her leave the house. Yeah, I saw her leave the house and go down the stairs and pass me. And I was actually yeah. hiding because we lived in a what you would call an apartment building. Okay. And I didn't want to go in. So I went up the next set of stairs so that she wouldn't see me. I saw her come out and go down and go about an usual way. And I thought I'll sneak back in. And as I went to sneak back in the house, she walked out the front door. You know? So not being able to discuss it with her because she had abilities of her own that she shut down herself. Okay. It terrified her, absolutely terrified. Yeah. I was never able to discuss it with anybody. And I just used to think, oh, I must be, you know, I must be crazy. I'm, you know, it could not have happened. But I remember distinctly, I can even remember what she was wearing because it was yeah. one of the, you tend to find, I, well, I do. Yeah. You go back to the incident and question it again and you think, well, that really happened. I can't explain it away because I saw it with my two eyes. And when it happened to me and I saw the creature, I had a friend with me and she saw it also. Uh, so I did have a validating witness to that, yeah. but we never spoke to each other. It was as if I blamed her for the event and she blamed me for the event. Yeah, and we just completely went our separate ways for a very, very long time on that one, you know. Um, it's just, I hear from people every day who say to me, you're not going to believe what I have to tell you. Right. And I say, I will. There is nothing that you can tell me that I've not heard before. Yeah. And I won't, you know, if, if you want to keep it private, just between me and you, that's absolutely fine. And I suppose that happens to you, does it? Yes, it does all the time. And I want to just make a, a comment to your experience when you were a kid of seeing your mom twice. I mean, that's that's not a creature. That's not an alien you know, experience. That is something different, but it's also all correlated and related. And it's really cool because I, I have those experiences all the time uh, in my life. Okay. And, and I, so I want to validate for you. It's so cool. I would call that... Um, I would call that quantum leaping, okay? Yeah. Or uh, splitting parallel realities. So when you start to get into this lucid kind of quantum place, yeah. this higher vibrational place, 
you start to tap into parallel realities that are all simultaneously existing. And so now I'm in this state, you know, when I want to be anyway, where I'll be sitting at my desk and I will say, okay, I've got a free hour. What do I do? I could uh, go and exercise. I could do some art. I could go stretching. I could get up and, you know, go grab a glass of water. I could do some journaling. And all of a sudden, I will literally see myself in each parallel reality to the point where I'm getting up, grabbing the glass of water, coming back to my seat, grabbing my journal, all at the same same time uh, and I'm tapping into those realities simultaneously right so, so that's really cool and um, I wanted to make the comparison to uh, whether you see uh, you know some sort of cryptid being or you know or a fairy or some sort of interdimensional you know or you have a, an experience of quantum physics or parallel realities um, I find that once you have that one experience, no matter what it may be, it opens your mind to think that there is so much more going on that we don't realize. And once you have even just the slightest acceptance, and it's almost like a disbelief in, a, in acceptance, because yeah. you're like, I can't believe what's happening, but I have to believe it because yeah. I just experienced yeah. it, yeah. right? It's there. And once you have that, you open yourself up to a world, an yeah. infinite world of potential possibilities that surpass the very laws of physics that we've been taught in school, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's incredible, right? And then that's when you start to have other yeah. interdimensional, terrestrial, cryptid, you know, quantum experiences in your reality because mm -hmm. you've broken through the matrix. I think it's that. I think the way I always word it is once you accept and the doubt falls away, you see yeah. more. And as you each accept each level, it opens up even more. It's like doors open in the corridor as you accept what's in this one. All of the other starts to open up for you. It's the hardest part is the self-doubt, I think. It's continuously yes. questioning yourself and saying, no, that cannot possibly have happened. Um, and I did that until, I would be honest, I was in my late 30s and that was still going on. Where I was yes. thinking, no, this is absolutely, I'd, I'd meet people and I'd know things about them, but I didn't have the courage to say what it was that I knew. And sometimes I get messages for them and things like that. Um, and I'm not sure, I know in America it's a very accepted subject, but in the UK, people are really closed mm. off about anything that's outside this box that they can understand. But I realized there are thousands of them out there with yeah. these experiences and they just need somebody else to say that happened to me too you know yeah. and then they accept that and you see them come to life because they start to accept all the other what we call it alternative subjects around us yeah some people who see the fae as we call them in england the, the, the we folk the small folk see them yeah. throughout the lifetime always some of them see, as you said before, see them early in life. Then there's this large gap where they've forgotten about. And as they become matriarchal or as they reach the like the, the, the middle age and they start to question what else is there? It's surely this cannot be it. Those yeah. memories come back and the experiences yeah. start again. So you're counselling people from any age. My youngest witness yeah. is six and yeah. she was playing with friends you know, rope swing on a tree kind of thing, mm -hmm. looks up and she said what she would describe as an ancient caveman, completely covered in hair, with a knife in his hand. But she was the only one that could see him. 
And she said that was more frightening because the other girls couldn't see him and explain right. him away. And I understood that instantly. I thought, I get that. If they could have all seen him, they could have said, oh, it's something from the surface. It's, you know, and you explain it away between yourselves. They had no idea about what she was seeing. And that terrified her. Now, she's the grandmother in the 50s, still struggling with that event. You know? And I say, you, you don't know how powerful you are. You must be powerful or you wouldn't have seen what you saw. And why did you see it? There must be a reason that you saw it, you know? If you can drop the fear a little, that might yeah. that answer might open up to you, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and so the way that I understand the fact that she saw something that her friends, who were all in the same physical space, couldn't see... Um, and the way that it's been explained to me or downloaded to me is it's all vibrational frequency. So if you, you think about this dimension being a radio station, right? Yeah. Um, and then you think about another radio station, quantum physics states that you can't have two frequencies of a different vibration coexisting at once. But what's happening on this planet, especially as this planet increases its vibration, is we have one dimension, third dimension, which is a very heavy, very dense, very fear-based, fight-or-flight-based dimension. Yeah. And then we've got a higher dimension, this higher vibrational frequency, I call it the fifth dimension, that's actually coming in and um, harmonizing with this dimension. So if, especially as children, you're naturally at that higher place, and all of her friends could have been just very heavily very attached maybe their younger souls less experienced you know but she was on a different vibrational frequency and therefore she was actually witnessing tuning into and seeing different things within that that frequency which is really uh really cool so and yeah. and that's 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 more scientific. That's not a fear-based thing that she was just making it up or it's some sort of imagination. It was just she was tuning into a frequency that the people around her weren't tuning into. And it's cool because nowadays I'll walk like downtown LA or even downtown Toronto. Um, you know, these huge skyscrapers, all of these business people yeah. and their suits and ties and things like that. And I feel like they don't even see me. I literally yeah. feel like I am at such a different vibration that I am just floating around this world completely invisible um, because we're at different vibrations. Yeah, I, I mean, that makes perfect sense to me. Um, I never knew it was vibrations or anything like that. I just knew mm -hmm. that some people were very, could see nothing really other than yeah, what, yeah. I, you know, immediately in front of them. And yet I've been lucky enough on my path in life to meet people who can travel at will, who can go yeah. wherever they want to go at will. And some people say, I spend very few minutes in this reality and spend as much time in the other realities as possible. I mean, we have people who see not just the, the typical extraterrestrial grey that people speak of. They see a craft and they will see a light and then they will have the creature encounter. So it's almost like the two events, uh, you know, exist together. Not all of them are Bigfoot. Some of them are almost like a Mothman-type creature, this part bird, part human, the reptilians. All of those things come into play. And then people will say, well, you can't see this and see this. It doesn't work like that. You could only be 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Paranormal, yeah. you know, medium. Or you can only, and I say, no, it's just not like that. It's like a web, like a spider's web, really. Yeah. Um, and some of us could pick up on that vibration on that web. And, and, and other people can't. Um, yeah. And it's how you help them get to that stage where they do start to advance, I think. Yeah, I yeah. think that's what I struggle with. Yeah. I I would say like just one theory to think about, um, something that comes to mind when correlating something like a UFO sighting and then, you know, a Bigfoot mm-hmm. or Sasquatch or whatever the term is, you know, sighting right away or Mothman. Um, yeah. it's it's not necessarily like in my mind, it wouldn't necessarily be that the UFO then beamed down this being yeah. for that person to witness. Um, maybe not necessarily, it could be. But in my mind, it would be more like if you imagine a person in a field or in in the woods, okay? Mm -hmm. There are gnomes and fairies and Bigfoot. There are these beings everywhere surrounding us. Same thing with interdimensional beings. They are literally probably in this room right now. Um, And it really depends on that vibration that you're tapping into. So the second that you see something like a UFO in the sky, and the second that you make that breakthrough realization, you tune into those other frequencies. And then all of a sudden you have a sighting, whereas really technically they were always there. You just weren't tuning into that frequency, but it's kind of like breaking through that matrix. So that's kind of, that's just something to think about. It might not be the only answer because there's lots of answers out there, but that's kind of the correlation that that I could definitely witness. And I've got a really cool story. Um, I was 18 and I started to, I actually went to a 10 day meditation retreat um, Mm -hmm. out in the middle of nowhere. It was a silent retreat. uh, And it was the first thing I wanted to do once I moved away from home and I went to school. And, uh, and on the second night of this retreat, I ended up getting abducted by interdimensional beings. So this is my first right. conscious abduction in this lifetime, conscious abduction. And that really blew the lid open to, wow, okay, past lifetimes exist, and now aliens exist. You know, in my mind, that really kind of came to light at that time at 18. And I started to have all of these flashbacks and recalls to myself as an interdimensional yeah. being in a past lifetime. And so I remember at 18, I came home for Christmas and I sat my mom down and I told her, I said, you know, mom, you know, you're my, you're my mother in this lifetime and I love you so much, but I also want to let you know that I have another family out there in the universe and this family, they look kind of weird. They're, they kind of look like aliens or whatever, you know, typical, very gray. Uh, so I, I have another mother and I'm not exactly just your human daughter, I'm also coexisting as this interdimensional species. This is who I am. And I didn't know how to tell her this, um, but it's how tough is it for a mother to hear that her daughter thinks that she's not the only mother. So it was was just, and that conversation basically ended in tears on both ends because she didn't understand me and I didn't know how to explain it, but I felt like the need to explain it. And then that night, I remember laying in bed, you know, just meditating, connecting with my cosmic family. And I said, 
please help my mom understand who I am. Like, please help her. I don't even know who I am, but help her understand that I'm not just a human, you know, in this way. And, uh, and so it took about two to three weeks and my mom was outside in her backyard uh, with her husband and they were having a fire out in the backyard. And this, I wasn't around, I was back at school and this giant UFO comes down about 50 feet from the house. So if you could imagine, that's like, you know, quite close, quite close. And she just said that between the two of them, neither one said anything. They just got up uh, from around the fire. They walked all the way to the edge of the fence and they were just staring at this thing and they looked at each other. And the only thing that was said was, do you see that too? And there was a nod and they didn't talk about it. And it took her six months you know, for me to go back home and for her to say, hey, I want to let you know that after you, we had that conversation at Christmas, um, I got visited by this giant UFO. And and then the second, she said, the second they recognized it and, and validated that it was there, it went away as fast as it came. And so for me, that was my cosmic family visiting my human family to validate the fact that, look, your daughter isn't crazy. There is something more that's going on. And ever since that experience that she's had, she's always been in the front row of every speaking engagement and lecture I've ever had. She's my biggest fan, which is incredible. It it is, because some of them can't even tell the wives or the husbands or, you know, and, and I was in a similar situation. I never told my first husband because he wouldn't have understood it was like him trying to explain a, a car engine to me I wouldn't have got it my mm-hmm. husband that I'm with now had his own encounter with missing time he was he was um a young lad probably about 21 I think um with his friends and where we lived there's lots of ancient barrows which are ancient burial sites in the UK and we build schools on them you know we don't we don't worship them in any way shape or form they're very disrespected um, and he was walking to the area with his friends and they suddenly came to on top of the barrow. They were head to head in a cross um, and they were missing about an hour and a half in time. Mm-hmm. So when he told me that, I knew that I could open up and speak to him about what had happened to me. And it was him that said, you need to debate, you need to get online and you need to start looking for other people because there's people out there like you that probably think that they are going you know mad too and if i can uh, experience this in our town and you can experience it in our town what else is out there in our town and i found witnesses that were probably a mile away from him on the event when it happened but they saw the craft too and they speak about seeing other people from the area there but never really discussing it with them afterwards and it's a very hazy kind of event for all of them and on the night, this to some people will sound very strange, like I'm making it up. But on the night, I was interviewing somebody last week about it. And as I'm interviewing, my laptop's pinging and I thought, oh. And I looked and people in my estate were phoning the police to say that there was a light above the estate and that they could see it. And it actually hit the newspapers. And they said, oh, it's just, you know, it's just the International Space Station, you know, don't worry about it kind of thing. But I thought, coincidence doesn't happen. I don't believe in coincidence anymore. I really need to start understanding about the extraterrestrial stuff because I'm sure that it's going to come more into into play for me, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of being pushed in that 
direction as you know you, you get yeah. under a kind of direction so I mean for you you've helped so many people with so many I mean you, you do missing time you do interdimensional you do you really have learned so much do you think you've been learning it from being from the moment you were well, obviously from before the moment you were born here, but do you get what I mean? Do you think it's lifetimes of experience? Yeah, yeah. So I kind of get my information from two sources, and sorry, it's so bright. It's, it's starting okay. to get daylight here, but uh, yeah. And so two sources, uh, one half of the information that I receive or that I, that I have within myself um, is from the accumulation of all of my past lifetimes. So, you know, ever since my first past life regression, I've started to have very vivid recall and very vivid memories of, of all of those past lives. So, you know, I will be traveling to Greece, which I just came back from, and I'll start having flashbacks of myself in another lifetime in Greece and what I and when I was there, you know. And so, I mean, sometimes I'll stub my toe and have some sort of reaction, and then I'll get a flashback of myself in another lifetime. So, so I've I've and there's so so much information to learn from those lifetimes. And then likewise, you know, within the past lifetime kind of understanding, you know, I do you know, thousands of clients so far, you know, in the past five to 10 years, um, I've looked into their past lifetimes, yeah. both on and off this planet, and in understanding the information and the lessons and the struggles and, and the things that they've gone through and experienced, that also gives me information yeah. as well. Um, and then the other kind of portion of where I get the information from is straight from the source. So I will do meditations. I will yeah. also tune into interdimensional beings and the Galactic Federation, and they will give me information uh, and the source, just universal source. Yeah. And most of that information is more quantum physics based on parallel yeah. realities, on vibrational frequency, on different dimensions. And that really helps me understand how the universe works um, yeah. as well as why are human beings here and yeah. I think ultimately we're all waking up to this world within a world and I yeah. think that that's why you've been really pushed to do what you're doing to validate this for other people but likewise yeah. I think that this is also why you're being pushed to get into the interdimensional realm as well yeah. the, the okay. alien realm because I believe truly, truly that we have not just all had past lifetimes before, that we're all very powerful beings. Yes. Um, but likewise, I believe that we are all hybrids. I believe that our genetic biology has been so messed with throughout yes. the years that we actually have great amounts of DNA that's from interdimensional beings. So you helping people understand that aliens exist and so does Bigfoot and fairies and things like that, mm. that opens people up to the possibilities and ultimately it opens people up to their own power. And that's incredible, yeah, exactly. right? It's all about giving power back to the people and not saying, I am the only source of information. It's like, <laughs> we all have this information within us. And, and yeah. I'm sure that you've also encountered um, what do I call it? Uh, uh, oh, yeah, false prophets, right? Like, there's yeah. so many of these yes. people who are in our position of gathering, collecting the data and the information, being the objective observer, but yet they kind of get lost in their own ego and their own attachments yes. to think that there's something greater or special than the majority of the people out there. And, and I truly believe we are all the same and we are all powerful. We've just lost the knowledge of the power yes. that we have. 
Yeah, I, I tend to say to people, if you're looking at cryptids from a very flesh and blood aspect, and that's like this ape or Gigantopithecus, that is all it's ever going to be for you. If you can open your mind up and yeah. look at the possibility that this could be extraterrestrial in origin, it could be a paranormal, what we would call a paranormal creature. Yeah. I hate the word paranormal. It doesn't, does it cover nothing, does it? If we can open, if you can open your mind to that a little bit, and accept that that's what it could be. You know, you don't have to throw everything into it, but just look at it. Go down that road a little while and, and start the journey. You'll be amazed what opens up to you. Um, I, I've got, I mean, for me, I was flat on my bed, couldn't walk. Was I'd had an accident, so my I'd lost the use of my legs. I'd lost the use of my right-hand side. And it was opening up on the subject and using my brain with it. Like now, I mean, I'll never run a marathon, you know, Elizabeth. But I'm <laughs> up and I'm moving and I'm, I'm able to get back out into nature now, which yeah. is, that's my battery. Nature is how I recharge myself. But what I'm hoping to do today is I'm going to put your YouTube link in the description below this interview. And I'm hoping that if anybody's really, really struggling, that they can get through to you through YouTube, watch some of your videos. Because the videos are on there, just go through them. A lot of the questions that you're asking me, the answers are there in Elizabeth's videos. Um, and soak them up and soak other people's up as well. Get as much information as you can and see how it works for you, you know? And just kind of, hopefully, it will all open up and, you know, the mystery will be revealed. But I think you've got to put aside some of your old thinking, some of the... Well, this experience that you said before where you can be in an area and recognise that you've been there before, that would get pushed across in the UK is that's just deja vu. That's just mm -hmm. deja vu, you know? Well, there's a lot of people suffering with deja vu then. Because, you, you well, know... <laughs> the other thing too is, but but what is deja vu? Like yeah. that's, I mean, it's just deja vu, but what is it? The the, the, the failure yeah. to ask those deeper questions because we're, we're afraid of not knowing, you know, that is the crux yeah. of humanity. That's the biggest downfall is, is the fear of the unknown and everything yeah. that is paranormal, everything that is cryptid, everything that is interdimensional is basically falls within that category of the fear of the unknown, yeah. you know? And I truly believe that deja vu upon looking into it, cause I used to have these crazy, yeah. crazy amounts of deja vu. I believe that it's just the experience of simultaneous time. We've seen that moment before, and then we simply walk through it, and we forget that we originally saw that moment. So yeah. I just want to mention on the topic of deja vu, if anyone has deja vu or if you have deja vu moving forward, the first thing you have to ask yourself when you walk through that experience is, when did I originally see this moment in time? And instantly your mind is going to say three days ago, three years ago, you know, yeah, 30 years ago or what three months ago, right? Instantly your subconscious mind knows the answer to those questions. But if you don't ask the right questions, then you're never going to yeah. receive any answers. So yeah. I, I truly believe we're all psychic. I believe we're all tapped in and yeah. I believe we all have something called the universal Google. And if yeah. you think about Google, Right. And you're like, OK, so Google, in a sense, has all the knowledge, in a sense, yeah. contained within this world. I mean, you could really look into and deep dive, go down the rabbit yeah. hole in many different ways with Google. But you will never be able to go anywhere or find any information in Google if you don't type in the question into the yeah. search engine first. 
right? So our minds, our consciousness is connected to pure source energy. But if we don't type in that question into our consciousness and quiet our ego mind enough to listen to the answer, then we're never going to get any information. But we need to realize that we have that capacity. We have that power to go ahead and type in any question that we're curious about and receive the answer as long as we let go of that expectation and attachment as far as what comes through. Oh, that's absolutely fantastic. I'm not going to keep you too long because I know that you're incredibly busy today and you've got to get off and do some work. So I'm going to close it now, if that's okay with everybody. And we can always send some questions over to Elizabeth. Just pop them over to me. You know where I am. And I will speak to you all next week. Good night, everybody. Thank you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.